deep in London's beating heart lies a wall. A lock door it be if you know the call. For if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see. Cause the wizard world is opened up as has the griffin. If this is the story we had to get, if we had to get this like the fucking boring domestic Harry is a cop in the, the like in ministry story. This is doing something with it. I don't know. I, I like this. Yeah, it's it's really funny. I think it was at this moment where I felt like both understanding and, and honestly pretty sympathetic about why the fandom hated it in that it is certainly mm-hmm. not the story that the fandom would want. And the tension between that and also knowing that this is probably the most safe, obvious choice for a Harry Potter play. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a, for one thing, it's a play, right? right? Like, it's not going to be an action movie. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be an adventure story, right? Like, or or like, if it is an adventure, it's going to have to be something that can like fit on a stage, right? Um, so of course, it's going to focus in on the human drama and like what what easier way to write human drama than like have harry be the dad right and have to like deal i mean like this is fucking every video game at the moment yeah uh and i don't think that's a good thing to be clear like it's it's but like if this is the story you're handed this is the story you're gonna write right they just make all the pieces make perfect sense to me right because it's like okay well we're doing a play and it's a sequel and it's about harry's son so like obviously it's like a shoe-in to be like okay well it's gonna be a father-son story because they're both in it right and there's gonna be some sort of conflict there And Harry's a celebrity, so he's, like, living in a shadow. Like, all of that stuff is so easy. And then, like, picking, like, the obvious, like, Diggory stuff that I also think people get really upset. I think it is a deft maneuver to pick an event in the story that hasn't had its story told, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Cedric dying is always about Harry and never about Cedric, which is fine in the Harry Potter story. But if you're writing a new story, picking an event that everyone knows about and then telling a story about it, I think it's genius. And then you're you're, you're picking just a different angle to to, to work with. Right. It's a good it's a good inversion. Yeah. Right. And then like on top of it, you do the the big time travel spectacle stuff because it's a play done and done. Yeah. 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 Uh, Again, very mercenary, not in the negative sense. It's just like everything. Like you say, everything makes sense here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is the story that you would write if you were if you were handed the big crate of Harry Potter stuff mm-hmm. and told you have to make it out of this. You can't like write a new thing. You have to like write you have to like use these characters and use these established uh moments, even the ones that people dislike, like the epilogue. Like you have to acknowledge all that stuff. Like you lean into it, right? Like you 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 roll up your sleeves and you're like, okay, I'm gonna clone wars this thing. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and I and I liked this scene. I I thought it was I mean, thirsty for drama. And <laughs> it's, it's, good, it's good it's drama. Good. It's some good drama. Um less good drama I think is the entire rehash of the first book that happens for the next scene. Oh yeah, I I, <laughs> I was very bored during this, but I get it. Yeah, they show Harry has a nightmare that's just uh it's just the beginning of uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, where Hagrid comes and p- collects him from the Dursleys, but there's a mysterious voice. Harry uh, Potter. Voldemort. Her- Voldemort says, Harry Potter, when I am done fucking Draco Malfoy's wife, it's over for you. <laughs> yeah, and, and then he wakes up and his scar hurts, right? He wakes up and his scar Uh-oh. hurts. And he and, he and Ginny have a heart to heart. 
uh, about how bad a dad he is. Uh, Ginny seems unconcerned, I have to say. A little, maybe a little too unconcerned. Ginny's a little aloof. She's like, this will just work itself out. You... <laughs> I, I I did in yes, uh, Harry. I did in fact hear you um, taking the bait from our fourteen-year-old son. <laughs> um, I I did in fact hear you say that you wish that he wasn't your son, and I did hear him say that he wishes you weren't his dad. Um, <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll all blow over. I kind of forgot that we knew she was lurking during that scene as well, because she's there and she like sees that Harry's trying to set up a heartfelt moment and like yeah. walks away to give them space. She's like, "This is like when you get you adopt two dogs and they're fighting, but you just gotta let them work it out themselves." Uh, Harry has inherited serious dog brain. Oh, no. It seems like honestly, um, but yeah, Gin- Ginny seems a little, a little out of it. Or, or just a little, maybe too aloof. She does ask Harry if he wants a sleeping draft. Like, do you need some melatonin, man? Like, Take some Ambien just... and sleep it off, Harry. <laughs> Stop worrying about your kid hating you. <laughs> there is a pretty, I think there is a fun moment here where she's like, you know, she kind of gives him the boilerplate. Like, oh, just be honest with your feelings. And he's like, well, I do sort of uh, wish he was more like our other kids. And she goes, oh. okay, don't be that honest. Oh, like, that is a good brutal though i do, I do yeah. like her answer there it's a it's i mean i think that again just the mercenary writing having this like really um emotionally raw scene and then moving into this and having them sort of be a little more lighthearted about it yeah this this is the damn robert mckee story happening right in front of our eyes <laughs> this, this is in fact a story um <laughs> It also does. It, there's a, like a little bit of like Homer and Marge talking about Bart energy. Here, which, <laughs> oh yeah, it totally does. Which is really funny to me. Like it feel this feels like a Simpsons scene in a way. Like it's, uh, it's it's very. Uh, I don't know. It's got like that dry comedy to it here. Mm-hmm. That, that that that's kind of cute. Uh, the weirdest part of this, I guess, is when. It has to remind you that this is Harry Potter we're talking about. And like the the bed the bedroom talk moves from like, oh, I just can't connect with my son to like it was really weird when Dumbledore thought that uh, I needed to die to save the world. Like, <laughs> my scar is hurting again for the first time in twenty years. A strange thing to say to a child, not when you believe that child will have to die to save the world. Like that that's a little much, mm. I think, perhaps. Um we're approaching the most famous part now, the the most infamous part of this this story, but even more infamous perhaps than Harry uh, getting owned by his child. Yeah, because we're on fourth year, right? And this is sort of when our like setup stops, and we're moving into the the meat of the story, right? Yeah, it's all so gonna Albus, be fourth year on the Albus, train. Albus gets on the train. He sees his friend and he hugs his friend. By the way, gotta say, the, the Scorbus people. Mad respect to Scorbus fans. No, no, it's cute. You know I, why I, think... I respect Scorbus fans? It's because I think it's really easy and like, uh, like commercial fandom stuff is like engineered to generate fandom, right? Yes, totally. I think it takes a brave soul to decide to ship play characters. 
especially in a play as like hated among in the <laughs> fandom space as this right mm-hmm. like this is the this is on the level of bravery as the people who are like really into shipping those detroit become human characters oh, fuck <laughs> And they were like, yes, I know this game sucks. Yes, I know David Cage is a monster, but I do but I like this fat Cody. cop. And yeah, and this and this little twink robot that he hangs out with. God bless him. I don't understand that world. Do I, I know they're out there, though. It's beyond me. They should play, <laughs> if they want that dynamic, they should play Disco Elysium, is what I will say. That If they want some shipping between a, being a twink cop and a, and a big cop, there you go. That's, the, that's your game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Much better writing in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Rose also leaves the scene. Not yes, part but of she does story. give us some exposition, which is that them is her telling them for sure that Harry has the time turner. Yes, yeah, she she confirms time turner real, which which then spurs Albus on to be like, okay, we're doing this. We're gonna go to this this old folks' home, um, <laughs> and and have a little adventure. Yeah. We're going to use a time turner. We're going to bring him back. And I like I like this setup because I think as silly as I find the time turner thing, especially that this is a special time turner that does like time turning better. Mm-hmm. I like that this is all entirely out of spite. Yeah, this is no like, greater good. This no, this like I hate this shit. I'm gonna get one over on my stupid dad. Exactly. I'm like my dad sucks, and I'm going to prove it by doing a nice thing for an old man. Yeah. And I I love that. I love that this is entirely motivated by spite. Mm-hmm. They then exit the train when they get to the viaduct that through the window and the f- trolley witch. Who has been again? We've talked about this play kind of looming over this podcast for a mm-hmm. long time. Nothing encapsulates that more, I feel, than the trolley witch. Ah, uh, the trolley witch. Uh, the most hated scene from this uh, story, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, at least, at least that I'm aware of. Everyone, the go, the go-to criticism of this is the trolley witch. What? What? <laughs> What what do you make of the trolley witch scene? Here's what I make of it. I think that they thought that thought that people were bored after all that talking and might need some need some <laughs> f- some flashy stuff up there on the stage. Might need a little action. There's too much talking. Show me something cool. Show me something these, cool. These Show me. These tickets were expensive. I need to see some, I need to see some pyrotechnics. I need to see I need to see a woman's arm turn into spikes. Right. Why did I think it was a crab claw? I don't know. I don't think there's an answer to that. I just, for this whole time, I was picturing crab claws. That's not what it was. No, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, she's got, like, railroad spikes is kind of how I saw it. Like, she's the Terminator robot or something. Um, What's the, like, superhero that can turn their arms into, like, clubs and spikes and stuff? Uh, Green Lantern? I don't, (laughs) is there, like, a big... Mon- like a <laughs> like a big clay monster or something that does oh, that. Oh, there's there's the cl- I I know you just said like the clay man, uh, Clayface. <laughs> yeah, in Batman. Yeah, Clayface and Batman does that. That's what I was picturing, but obviously a a trolley witch. Okay, yeah, I can see that. It, this does feel like a Batman Arkham Asylum boss fight that Hell they're doing. Yeah. It's, on, <laughs> like- it's on a train. Yeah, they're on a train. She's throwing grenades. She has a melee attack if you get too close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, um, 
I've been kind. I've been kind to this play, kinder than I was <laughs> expecting. Okay. I do think this is fucking stupid. I. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't think but anyone didn't think it was stupid. <laughs> but it's. But also, it's novel brain, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. This is a play, and of course they're gonna put in, like you say, like the big ty- pyrotechnics scene. Right? I just. So, I mean, they're. I'm sure it's like a big, big prop to do, right? Because they're on top of a train. And, like, scenery is whipping past behind them. Mm-hmm. And then she's, like, up there, and she's the Terminator, and she's like, I'm the trolley witch, I've never let anyone off this train. And then throws a grenade. And yeah. they jump off the train, and I'm sure they have the, the like, harnesses and stuff. And, yeah. And jump off, and everyone goes, ooh. ooh. Yeah, you think, you think it's like they, they, they jump off, they have the harnesses, and then, like, the background starts scrolling, so it looks like they're falling. Is yeah, that how you, yeah. Yeah, 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 I could see it. And I everyone see goes, it. ooh in the audience yeah yeah so yeah, yeah i think a lot of this is novel brain but i also think it's very stupid but i also think everyone knows it is right it's like yeah. all three things yeah it's it, it's it's fucking stupid but also i don't care ultimately right like because because it's it, like it is it is buoyed by the fact that like yeah it's a play they gotta do something here i mean right? i think i think that this is maybe a good example of the way that this suffers from being eighth book right because if mm-hmm. this was harry potter novelization uh you know based on the the play a harry potter story or whatever yeah i don't think for a fandom and in general like harry potter readers and stuff that care a lot about like the lore and the facts of the story they might be able to take all this with a grain of salt right this is yeah this is firmly in the like play pyrotechnics show aspect of it versus mm-hmm. people being like mad that when they read the books that they're like oh guess this guess this lady has crab claws and i just don't know it. <laughs> right like that make, that is the part that makes yeah. them mad whereas yeah, yeah, if i yeah. were to read harry potter again it would literally not factor into my i my yeah reading at all i would i would take this play with the level of like seriousness as i take like uh those lego star wars things that are on disney plus right where it's like oh it's a it's a lego star wars christmas and they like uh, it's like i don't know it's like set vaguely between force awakens and last jedi or whatever like okay for one i'm not gonna watch it and two i'm not gonna like watch it and get mad at like like that's not that's not what happened the first order <laughs> wouldn't would never uh celebrate life day with with ray Skywalker. like you know it's like fucking whatever who cares like it's just it, it's just like using these familiar pieces to do something else right like it's not not a big deal Right. I mean, they shot themselves in the foot by saying it's the eighth Harry Potter book, right? Absolutely. And, yes. and also, and also, just the general. I, I don't want to like. I think it's sort of both ways because it's not like Harry Potter is the first fandom to care only about the facts of the story, but it mm-hmm. is like the environment of it is like, kind of puts that ahead of everything else a little yeah. bit. Like it's much more interested in sort of litigating the lore. Yeah. In a way that I I personally just don't care about because it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, who cares? Um, but but yeah, I, I feel like that the fact that um, the creators and the marketers and all this stuff were very firm on it being canon, adding to the sacred text, so to speak. Mm, um, yeah. 
I mean, I, could, I feel like I could talk for hours about fandom and their relationship yes. with canon and how I, I think that their use of that word mm-hmm. is very flexible and means, and it's like weirdly tied up in like quality in a way that it, mm-hmm. it I don't know. I think it's really complicated, right? Like it, it, it is sort of turned into like, oh, it's canon if it's good, but also you right. can't say it's not. And it's like, it's like something that's, you know, passed on from on high from the creator until we decide it's not, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and on and on. Um, and, and that stuff gets thrown around and I, I just don't, it doesn't matter cause it's all made up. Right. Like <laughs> it is in fact, none of this is real. Right. Fact, and yeah. Unless you're, you're the Catholic church. I just don't, <laughs> don't think it's, it matters. Right. <laughs> yeah. The concept of Canon in fiction is, uh, I, yeah, I, it's treated oddly by fans is what I will say, right? Like it's, it's, it's certainly an important thing to keep in mind when you're writing something, but if you're, if you're the audience, if you're the recipient, the way that people pick and choose and, and, and also use it as like a marker of quality, like this is good enough to be canon mm-hmm. is very weird. Like it's all if I, if I can, it's the, <laughs> they said it is so it is right like you don't have a say in it unfortunately right, right. Like, but but also you can discard it completely because you're the reader you're um, the reader and it's not real uh, it is fake it's all made up so yeah uh so they escape the trolley witch uh and make it to uh uh, or, or no, sorry. There's a scene in between. Fuck, I forgot about this. There's a a, a grand meeting of adults. The uh, meeting the of the minds. The meeting of the minds. This is a meeting of the minds. <laughs> this is a fucking meeting of the minds. Um, Harry and the president uh, call a big meeting, and they say, "Hello, everyone. <laughs> We're really bad at our jobs." Um, <laughs> We, uh, we, we, you know, we saw that the giants were moving and that the werewolves were missing. Um, but we don't really know what to, you know, whether to make heads or tails of this. (laughs) Any ideas? If anyone has any ideas about, you know, what could be happening, or if maybe they've seen something that wasn't in my paperwork that I definitely did, uh, let us know. I'm so unclear on how many people are in the room for this. Is it like a press conference and we only hear from the people who are talking or is it just a small intimate gathering? It says, so the stage notes say that it's flooded with wizards and witches, but I don't, but like that doesn't help me gauge the setting of this. Right. You know, like, is this a courtroom? Is this, is this like a, is it informal? Is it a press conference? Is it? It says like grand meeting room. A grand meeting room. So I guess I'm, I guess I'm picturing the like courtroom that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a a little vague here. Um, But so like the scale (laughs) of the things is like, uh, uh, the giants are on the move. That's bad. The, the, the werewolves are missing. If anyone knows anything and McGonagall's like, uh, someone stole some potions <laughs> ingredients from the from it's like the a school. Fucking Parks and Rec scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. It's just like, uh, yeah, they um, I don't know, they took some boom slang skin. There was uh, some petty theft. There was some petty theft, uh, and of course, stole my catalytic converter. <laughs> 
Someone Could stole my Amazon package. <laughs> if Voldemort, look, I'm just saying, if Voldemort has the power to travel in time and fuck someone's wife, he could have stolen my PS5 he off didn't of my fuck porch. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the real purpose of this scene is to uh, uh, let us know that the polyjuice ingredients have been stolen because it's uh, it's boom slang skin and lace wing flies. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, the Delphi, Delphi. I'm assuming using time travel. I'm assuming that this is all going to be a closed loop, right? Like I, I knew that they they had polyjuice because they used polyjuice. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> but this is this is a, I think I think this is a closed loop hint. Okay. Here. Okay. Yeah. Hermione just also says thank you, Professor, which is really great. Like, thanks that's, a lot. We'll look the, into it. That's the president for you. Draco says Voldemort is dead. Voldemort is gone. He did not fuck my wife. <laughs> uh, and this produces my favorite line, mm. which is when Harry's like, we, "We can't rule it out. We can't rule it out. It's Voldemort. He could have fucked your wife. It, like, I do have the time turner." <laughs> And yeah. Dra- Draco says, back to being prejudiced against those with a dark mark, are we? <laughs> Which, Woo. gotta be honest, Draco, I've been on your side for most of these scenes, but that is a very funny thing to say. It kind of reminds me of the, the train conversation from the very beginning, where I think Rose is like, your parents were Death Eaters, and Squ- Scorpius just says, my dad was, but my mom wasn't. (laughs) She was just a fellow traveler, okay? And she might have fucked Voldemort, but (laughs) jury is still out on that one. Mm -hmm. Draco has had enough. He has had enough of being jerked around here. Uh, And just like a good episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, this all unravels for Harry. He could have been nice early on. None of this would have happened. Mm. But instead, Draco Malfoy's like, well, guess what? Your wife edits the Daily Prophet, uh, and you're friends with the president, and so I think you're, you know, I think I think you might be, uh, I think you might be the source of these rumors. Fair I think, enough. I think, I think you think that Voldemort fucked my wife, and in fact put that out there to wow. everyone. What if he did? What if he did? What if Things he did? we don't know yet. What if? Oh, I hope I hope we see that. If Harry, if Harry just concocts a story about like, wouldn't it be crazy? to fuck with Draco Malfoy if we put, if we planted this rumor in the news this is the scandal that'll tear the wizarding world apart mm-hmm. uh there's a big fight uh and then Hermione says like no no we need to strategize meanwhile the teens are at the St. Oswald's home for old wizards and witches yep this is, this is another real uh uh theater brain scene i feel yeah i think all the old people are dancing yeah all the old people are dancing and doing spells and having a good time also an interesting little needle from um jack thorne here um where the old folks home is described as where um old people are finally like retired and so they just get to have fun with magic instead of using it to live oh yeah what was the what's the line Relieved of the burden of having to do magic for a reason. Instead, these witches and wizards do magic for fun. Very I think that's a, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's some some themes coming through here, perhaps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but Albus and Scorpius meet uh, Delphi, and Delphi takes them to see Amos. 
and uh surprise he's not he's not very thrilled with their plan here uh albus i can't imagine why (laughs) albus thought this one would be easy but instead (laughs) instead he he, the the cranky old man is in fact still cranky uh and believes that albus is just relying on his family name and thinks thinks he can do whatever he wants uh sort of a fun i don't know i think this is a fun moment for for albus because it's like of course we know this not that's not what albus wants to do right he wants to do the opposite but like i think this is like a moment of him having to like realize why he's treated that way right Mm -hmm. perhaps i don't i I don't know i I thought i like this was like a genuinely surprising scene i think for me like yeah i mean i think that he's like it's must it's like he's frustrated because it sort of cuts both ways it's like damned if he does damned if he doesn't yeah, yeah. So like, I I I understand why Amos is the way he is here, and I understand why Albus thinks that this was such a good plan. But like, it it just manifests in such a like, ah, like I I feel kind of bad for both these guys. Way, that's, yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, a little more, a little more pathos than I would expect out of late period Harry Potter, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, more more stuff going on here than i uh than i would imagine and then delphi chimes in with like i think that they should have an adventure (laughs) i think i think it's fucking adventure time actually say no more um god what's next this is this play longer than i was expecting a little bit i mean it was exactly as long as i expected because you have to go back on another night you have to go back on another ne- oh right 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 yeah it's two pl- it's two fucking plays right yeah right, you're right. it's like you have the like after i think after we finish the stuff that we've read so far it's like the intermission before the second part before you go on a whole day's intermission and then go back <laughs> too long <laughs> it's very it's very very long <laughs> um okay the adults uh are having a meeting in the kitchen this time uh draco really rattled them with his 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 little accusation there yeah and hermione immediately says i've told draco again and again no one in the ministry says that voldemort fucked his wife (laughs) which is really which is like okay i feel like the more you keep saying it once again the your shirt is kind of giving the game away everyone's talking about it constantly so i feel like there might be something to it i just feel like time like time cooking is real right now <laughs> um this is another scene i mean, the, the main the main thing i noticed in this scene is is number one this is more like adults uh, these characters are adults now stuff ron's talking about how he you know it hurts to sit down or whatever and uh uh harry is fucking uh, these are fucking adults these are boring adults now um and it's and it's cute in a way um Ron also raises the uh, the exact criticism that we had, which is that the trolls could be going to a party, the giants could be going to a wedding. Who cares? Like, yeah, the werewolves are probably on on their fucking tour. The we- yeah, doing, they're tour- doing their Shakespeare. They're taking their play on the road, of course. Mm-hmm. The theater. In fact, the twist is that all of the actors in the theater are werewolves. Whoa. A big meta twist for this play on we'll Act call, 2. We'll call it the Remus Lupin Memorial Tour. <laughs> uh, 
uh, they find out the kids are missing. That that freaks them out. The kids, meanwhile, are in Whitehall. Where's that? Oh, that's the building outside the ministry, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they're in the toilets. They're they're taking the polyjuice potion. This is another very theater scene. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see how they do whatever they're. However, how how the fuck are they doing these character transformations? Yeah, that'll. I'm I am curious. Yeah, it's it's clever too in the way that they've written this so so this is like a this is another polyjuice heist at the ministry i would have fixed that personally if i ran the ministry um oh maybe I, like a, a detection <laughs> a detection <laughs> spell of some kind Hermione is the president now Wait, doesn't don't they have like water that they can splash on someone at gringotts to reveal polyjuice because yes. I, I would maybe, maybe like have like i mean i i am not one for security theater but I might have like someone with like a little dabber at the uh-huh. front door, dabbing yeah, people yeah, with no, they the have anti-poly the, juice water. They have that the liar's fall or whatever it's called. Yeah, get some uh, of that. Or get a little, some of that. A misting. <laughs> Just sprit, get a little spritz. Uh, oh I, yeah, it can be like a guy like with perfume samples at the door. Yeah, yeah. There you go. The thing is, Hermione took polyjuice to do this exact adventure one time. And now she's the president. Fool me once. Yeah, just I guess thought that like this wasn't a security flaw that she would have to worry about. We're in peace times. <laughs> that, that's right. The, that's right. The, oh my god! There's that amazing, I, again, very interesting. Knowing that uh, Jack Thorne's play after this was like a criticism of uh, uh, end of history stuff, mm-hmm. where um, Hermione's like. In, the, in that meeting, she's like, "There, we are coming up on a generation of wizards who have not known war. That's crazy, right? Like, all our problems are over. <laughs> That's so wild. That's so wild. I wonder wild. what could happen. That's so crazy. I wonder what could, what could happen. Um, but they're going on a funny polyjuice heist. It's cute. Um, Delphi is just, like, part of the group in this in a way that I find very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um like this this rapport that she instantly has with with these guys is like one it is just very funny like she is just like Tonks she is the cool older girl character again yeah um but i think again knowing that this is a time travel story and delphi like delphi's already a little weird right like she like appeared in that scene with amos like like she just like went in harry's house <laughs> in the, in that scene right like yeah uh, I, like it the the rapport that she instantly has with them really feels like uh, she I'm I'm assuming that she has probably had some like stupid timey wimey adventures with them already is what we're gonna find out here I would guess I, I so like, I I like that their that their connection is already like oh these people have like known they, these people are like already friends right like they've all 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 known each other this whole time a little bit. I must confess, I do have some spoilers. Okay, am I right or am I wrong here? Mm, I don't know for sure. Okay, okay, that's the vibe I was getting just from how how fast they pitted off here. Yeah, like they're they're going on this fucking adventure re- with each other already. Like it's very it's very quick. It feels like. Yeah. Um, now we get to the most insane scene. Mm. I, I've, this is the fourth time I've said this, but it is true. Each scene gets more insane than the last. So they got to get into Hermione's office to get this time turner. 
they accomplish this by breaking into the ministry in polyjuice no one no one no one notices it's you know no security system um and they have to like keep the real hermione out of the room while they're figuring out this puzzle this like bookshelf puzzle that she set up in there i i think if i'm sure they did a good job with of this and like making it clear in the play but i gotta say reading this shit is miserable like yes specifically the polyjuice everyone being scorpius slash harry delphi slash hermione is just hell on earth yeah, it, this is this is the I part where it. I had the had the yeah, this is a nightmare. I already hated it in, in regular Harry Potter when they would do this and it's worse in a in a play. If I um was smart, I would have taken like a highlighter and just like highlighted the people in different colors. <laughs> this must have been a nightmare to rehearse too, surely. Like this is the, yeah, this is this is a lot. Um and it doesn't help that they're also so so i'm am i stupid or do we not actually get all of the information to solve these riddles that they're solving um i was so annoyed with the format of all of this and and frankly i think this is the part i rushed through the most because it's a combo of things right one characters are not clear two a riddle and three action that only works in a play so i was like this isn't for me, right? Like all I need to know <laughs> is that they solved it. So I like didn't engage that much with the riddles. Yeah. I didn't really I try to up, figure yeah. them out. It feels like I, there's visual information that we need to make, have that stuff make sense. Yeah. So I'm sort of, um, I guess hoping that it's only to highlight the characters and their various strengths and not, I guess I should read the wiki, right? And find yeah. out if it's like foreshadowing of some kind. Yeah. Cause there's a couple of the riddles that are, that are obvious, but some of them are completely in, like esoteric. And I, I had no idea what to make of them. Um, there's a very weird scene where while, while this is happening, um, real Hermione is being kept at bay from the door. And is it, albus that like is ron it's albus albus is ron right yes and he like yeah he's like keeps kissing her and he's like oh i want to have a baby like (laughs) or go on vacation like just some wacky humor in there it's insane and then (laughs) so this finally works this finally gets hermione out of the office or whatever because because she thinks that ron has set a stink bomb off in there or something um, Which is a, nor- a really normal thing to think. So this, <laughs> the president has no opsec in this room. Yeah, the president has to like leave their office because she thinks her husband might have like put a whoopee cushion in to on her fair, chair. To be fair, this would this would work on Joe Biden. <laughs> in fact, I think this might work on every United States president. <laughs> You think <laughs> some some aide is like in Biden's office, just going like, "You can't, you can't come in here. I'm solving a riddle." <laughs> what? <laughs> I've had enough of this, Jack. <laughs> Walks away. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but then there's the 
when Hermione goes away, Scorpius is like, hey, congrats on kissing your aunt a whole bunch or whatever. <laughs> Shut up. There's, yeah, insane. Everything happening in this part is 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 completely off the rails. You know that Imogen Heap is going oh, during this. She's got some great, like, wacky fun times music for all this stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. My brain really inserted a lot of music into this mm-hmm. um, to enhance the experience, and I really um, was hearing the, like, the furniture battle music from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Well, because they're like they're like fighting a bookshelf, right? That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was Bone Trozel. That's pretty good too. That, that's that was that's that's on loop in my brain reading this scene. That's all. That's all I can think of. I think that's a pretty good fit. Um, they they they. So let me look at the. I was, I was born in a cage with, but smashed it with rage. The gaunt inside of me riddled me free. Of that which would stop me. And Albus, to be fair, Albus immediately clocks at this as Voldemort, but that's a really bad riddle, I think, for your, like, time-turner security. Uh, <laughs> it's it's only if you know all the family tree lore. <laughs> but you're right, this is, oh, this is J.K. Rowling again. This is, this is real family tree heads only. Yeah, real family tree heads only. Uh... Yeah, I, 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 I wish I could like go into this scene in more detail, but I'm, I was baffled by this. This, this was, this was too much for me, reading it. Like I, I'm not, I'm not theater brained enough to like be able to be able to like clock what's going on here. Yeah, reading it's rough. Um, which is like again, I think that like reading a script and being a general audience reader, it's a bummer because it is just sort of the the big moment of this act. So to have all of those sort of undermined, not being used to reading scripts or really it being for you, the script reader is sort of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, this was the most challenging thing for sure. Um, I feel like this might be the most exciting. I know that the bookcase scene is something that is talked about with like hallowed whispers, right? Oh, I'm sure it's super wacky and the props are really fun (laughs) and all of that. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I've, I've heard, I've heard tell of the bookcase scene, but reading this shit is, uh, I, I'm not good, I'm not good and good enough at plays to really parse this the way that I think I should be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the end of uh, Act One. Uh, they solve the riddle and they get the time turner, and Albus declares, "Our journey has only just begun." That's so true. That is so true, Albus. There's going to be a big journey coming up, I think. I think I think Albus is in for a spot of adventure. Uh, I think we missed one very short scene before the bookcase thing, scene. Oh, did we? What, what do we It miss? doesn't matter very much, but it's um, the one where Harry and Draco fight over their kids being missing. And then for oh, some reason, right. for some reason, Harry like fesses up about <laughs> like telling Draco, like, yeah, we got into a fight. Oh my! I, to- I, ch- I told him I didn't want him as a son anymore. Oh my god! Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, Harry is like, <laughs> <laughs> you think you've got problems? You think that the Dark Lord fucked your wife? Well, my son hates me, and I kind of hate my son. So and they might be dead now. And they might be dead. So thanks, actually. And, and it might it's- be my fault. And it's my birthday. So thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Drake. Oh, that's the thing. Draco also says, I don't care who, what you did or who you saved. You were a constant curse on my family, Harry Potter. And my wife didn't fuck Voldemort. My wife did not fuck Voldemort. At the end of the day, I think this is um, better than I expected. Mm-hmm. I think that it does a surprisingly good job with a lot of the characters. Mm-hmm. And yet, I think my main takeaway from this first act <laughs> is that a major portion of the plot is about how Draco Malfoy is trying to convince <laughs> the world that that Voldemort did not travel back in time and run a train on his wife. <laughs> I don't think that fully crystallized for me until we did this, but you're right. That is the that does seem to be the through line here. That's like the that's like the fucking yeah, it's it's the it's the central piece of the plot of the mystery, right? Because the mystery is it's it's the cursed child. Who is the cursed child? Is it Scorpius? Is it Scorpius who may or may not be the prodigy of, of Voldemort, who may or may not have traveled back in time <laughs> to bang Draco Malfoy's wife? Um like it is just inescapable. It's really I mean, yeah. funny. Cause because that's gotta be like the subversion, right? Because it's like, oh I think that it must be he must be Voldemort's kid. He must be the cursed child, and then it's not, right? Yeah, right. The cursed child is presumably, I'm assuming, is Delphi, right? She has the cool tattoo. That's the one spoiler I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, to, to get to that subversion, you kind of have to uh, kind of have to establish the primary guess, right? And, the red right, herring, and, so and, to speak. And do, and do you think do you think the story is going to um, let Draco Malfoy off the hook anytime soon on this, or do you think they're going to milk this for all it's worth? Like, like, is that like that mystery is going to be solved for the audience, but do you like, if you, if you were placing bets, do you think that Draco Malfoy is going to get confirmation that his wife did not get railed by Voldemort in a sundress? Um, I think it'll be late because it's going to be like the twist and then <laughs> that'll be the emotional catharsis <laughs> at the end. It's, so, <laughs> uh, it's Scorpius showing up with a paternity test fade to black <laughs> and play. Uh, I just, I, do yeah. Wizards not have a paternity spell? Yeah, do they not have priori incantate come? Is that, <laughs> is that, is that anything? <laughs> Um, I just, yeah, it is, it it, it is, I, I, I don't want to pin this on, uh, like, the one thing I find silly on J.K. Rowling, but it is very funny that it is, the, like, the silliest part of the story is, like, a genealogy question, right? Um, and also a, a genealogy question that's, like, entirely inappropriate for a children's story. <laughs> like, it's, it's, uh... Uh, it's fun. I don't know. Like I, I'm gonna get a lot of mileage out of out of the Draco, the Draco time oh, yeah. time story. It is very funny. He does keep bringing it up. He, it's it's the only imagine. Okay, imagine you are an actor, <laughs> and you're like, this is my big break. I get to audition for the Harry Potter play. This is crazy. Yeah. And they hand you your script, and every single line you have is you going, my my wife. <laughs> Did not get fucked by Voldemort. <laughs> it's a uh, roll 
uh, that must be approached with great sensitivity and nuance, I think is what you'd think. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it is inescapable that the, the 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 plot of the story is everyone thinks that, that Voldemort traveled back in time to have sex with someone, which is just very funny to me. But hey, honestly, for something that has been looming over uh, this podcast for years now, this wasn't as much of a disaster as I was expecting. Yeah, I, in retrospect, I feel like I should have known, right? Like, I'm yeah. like, okay, they just got, like, a career writer to write a Harry Potter thing. Yeah. For for play people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, but I I hate to say it, but I kind of enjoyed it. I, I, I am at least sitting at the crossroads of, like, I think that this, if, if nothing else, so far this play is, like, proof of... Um, the thing I think a lot of people have been saying for years now, which is that, like, for the love of God, like, let other people write Harry Potter stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if this was a novel or whatever, or like, even even if the play like opened up like, like down the street from me or whatever, I don't think I would be like excited to go right. But it would at least operate in a space where it's like this isn't act as actively fucking terrible as Deathly Hallows was. Um, oh, not even close. No, right? Yeah. And, and I think I think it's it's also um, benefiting a lot from that, right? Like, it, it is it is definitely... I, I think I am definitely willing to be kinder to it on the fact that it's like, yeah, it's, it's uh, hitting basic story beats and doing uh, uh, basic storytelling stuff. And, you know, we were joking about it being like very Robert McKee story stuff. Right. But it's like, yeah, thank fucking God. It's at least something right. And not whatever the hell that book was. Uh, It's uh, it's refreshing to read a Harry Potter story. That is a story so far. um, Yeah. And not, and not a fucking weird allegory. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, I, that said, I do have a lot of understanding for why this thing got the reception it got um, from the fandom, which is like, th- th- this is not the story anyone wanted. Um, no, I, I get it for sure. Yeah, it's um, I I mean, I liked it a lot, like I, I, which is not something I was expecting. But on the like other hand. It could literally be anything else, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, like, right. I, yes. I, the, the things that I enjoyed about it, like the stuff where I'm like, oh my God, I love this drama. I I legitimately like cackled a couple times. Like I like things that the play was sort of answering or at least like calling back to about the originals in like a sort of critical way. I yeah. really enjoyed. Um, but I get about the same amount of satisfaction from the drama in like the vampire diaries as I do in this. <laughs> so like, yes. it, it could be literally anything. Yeah. And, and there like, aside from, uh, I think the, and I, and I, I think that the Harry story is really what anchors it right and 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 makes it like well if you if you have knowledge of harry as a character in the old books seeing him act like a crappy dad in this way makes sense um mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of like the one required knowledge thing really or, or not required knowledge but like that, that's the one thing that's really benefiting a lot from the prior texts but 
there's really not much like you can write a bad dad story about any character right like there's there's not, <laughs> yeah there's there's really not much going on here that's like this needed to be harry potter the the the, the, the coat of paint on it so far is very thin in, in terms of like how deeply indebted to this to the prior prior, prior books this thing is right yeah this could be wizard play cursed child right yes yeah, this could, right. Yeah, this could be wizard play. This could be sci-fi play. This could be magical realism play. It, 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 there's nothing in this that requires it's Harry Potter, and that's what Robert McKee's story is all about. <laughs> is it? Is it really? You should just be able to boil a story down to its basic elements, and it, it should still work. And this one does so far. It's about not sitting a bunch of characters down at dinner and having them agree on everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I say that jokingly, but it's also true. Yeah, right? it's true. Like, yeah, that's like, that's what's great about reading this. It's like, oh, OK, they're all just having conflicts all the time. Great. Yeah, it's it's nice at the very least for the to, to read this and it just it, like to to recognize structure uh, for, the, for for there to be anything and, and to not be baffled by like what the fuck is going on, like a, like book six <laughs> and seven. Right. Or it's, it's like this is. uh I'm immediately picking up on the drama between all these characters, even if it is like the most basic shit in the world, right? Like, like Harry is a bad dad. Hermione, Ron and Ginny are all normal adults. Now Draco's wife got fucked by a time traveler, right? Like these are all (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Like it's not, it's not fucking, I was about to say it's not Shakespeare, but it actually kind of is. It is. Yeah. It's kind of Shakespeare. It is kind of Shakespeare. It's a big, it is a, it's a play. It's big, broad emotions, and you recognize what I, what what's going on with everyone at all times. It's not subtle. Yep, and and they spent a lot of money on it, so the effects are probably pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> it probably looks fucking fantastic on a stage, right? They spent one hundred billion dollars to make it cool, so yeah, it's probably pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, before we take a quick break here, is there anything else you'd like to say about the first act? Any any anything we missed here? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, I think we covered it. All right, let's take a quick break and then uh, let's let's hop over to the subreddit and uh, and find out what they what they th- thought of this act. Sounds good. Hello and welcome back. Uh, we talked a little bit at the beginning of this podcast about um, the fan reaction to Cursed Child. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that it is very beloved by critics and and seemingly theater goers, but, but, but reviled uh, to an almost cartoonish degree by the Harry Potter fandom itself. Critics don't know anything. <laughs> what better way to prove that um uh than to visit the take take a little take a little time journey ourselves not to fuck Draco Malfoy's mm-hmm. wife but to visit the subreddit circa uh 2016 when the leaks and news about the play were slowly rolling in <laughs> um there, there was a meta there was a mega thread on the subreddit of uh uh all the reactions um 
And I think that that might be a good starting point for us here. Uh, Sounds beautiful. Uh, I'm going to send you the link. Cause this is a very long. Oh, thread. I bet. Um, and I, I, there's a couple of posts in here that I wanted to highlight, but if you want to take a look through here as well and uh, uh, scroll through it and just get, get a sense of the vibe here. Big um, vibe check on the fandom. How many years ago would that be? Six years seven, ago? Six or seven, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, first one, big burn, burn alert. Yeah, yeah. Why Obi-Wan can blow me. Great username. Great username. JK Rowling in Latin means George Lucas, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this was a thread. That, so, like, the, 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 the tenor of this thread is very funny, because the OP is just... Uh, this is for this is a thread for all the new information. Keep spoilers in here. Excitement, reactions. Tell us of the atmosphere if you've seen the play. Was it everything you've dreamed of, etc. And then all the comments are like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking." <laughs> <laughs> um, you know how in Star Wars when the prequels came out, they changed <laughs> the original trilogy a bunch, and then like took out old Anakin out of Return of the Jedi and put the Hayden Christensen ghost in. Yes, um, yes, yes. Can you think of anything they could do to the Harry Potter movies that would like, like similar tier Ooh. stuff that they could just like scrub over and make people uh. really mad? I have one idea. And it's that like when Snape rolls up his sleeve to show his dark mark, it's like the new um, like modern graphic design dark mark. Oh, yeah, 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 because all the Cursed Child stuff is really... It's like, really um, slick and kind of yeah. regular, like, graphic design. <laughs> yeah, it's very flat design. Yeah, it's, like, like, it's got that kind of, like, flat corporate logo design look yeah. to it. Yeah, so I think that would be a good one. I think the two... One of them isn't really Cursed Child related, but I think it would be funny um, if they went back and, like, deep faked the original Dumbledore actor to look more like Michael Gambon. Ooh. Um, just to make it consistent through all the movies. Mm-hmm. Then the other one should be, uh, they should add in a scene, um, they should get Ray, Ray Fiennes back, uh, uh, and, and do a reshoot of the, like, you know, the big dinner scene, or I guess not really dinner, but, like, the big, the big dining room scene with Voldemort and all the Death Eaters, where Snape's mm -hmm. there and Draco's there, and it's really awkward. Yeah. And, and, uh... <laughs> Just, if they just had <laughs> Voldemort just start going like, you know, I'm feeling very horny at the moment. <laughs> I love fucking, actually. I I would love personally <laughs> to get my dick wet. I, uh, <laughs> you know how um that the like League of Legends show came out. Um, I have not watched it. Arcane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's like a sex scene in it, and everyone's like, what? Yes. And oh my was, god. Yes! Um, and everyone is like, I didn't expect a sex scene in the League of Legends cartoon, but it's very tasteful. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm thinking Harry Potter could have a similar thing. I didn't expect a sex scene in Deadly Hallows, but it's very tasteful. <laughs> if you now if you'll excuse me, I'll, while you while you're all busy torturing 
uh, this teacher or whatever. I'm I've got I'm busy. I've got to go go file some paperwork. And he leaves and he just starts railing Bellatrix. Yeah, and it's very but tasteful. it's very tasteful. It's yeah. shot like a James Bond movie kind of, where it's like you can see everything, but it's in silhouette and it's kind of a little slow mo. Yeah, the music's playing. Yeah, I could see it. But, but, sorry, but either... for the, sorry for the League of Legends uh, cartoon sex scenes. I, they put a what? I did not know about <laughs> this. What the fuck? That, that's weird. What? That's like all I've seen. Like I know everyone's like loves it. Between and, but who? I didn't watch it. Uh, I only know one of the characters. It's oh. Jace and someone. Okay. Good, good for him, I guess. <laughs> That's nuts. I did not know about this. What the fuck? <laughs> That's wild. I did not I did not know that they that they made fucking in League of Legends canon. <laughs> That's First great. Harry Potter, now League of Legends. Fucking is becoming canon in so many stories now. Uh, this is this is hitting so many franchises. <laughs> These franchises are getting horny. <laughs> I feel like that's probably like the the main thing, right? Is because that's that's the thing everyone's maddest about is the is the Bellatrix thing, Bellatrix Voldemort fucking thing. So I I think I think that, I think that's nuts. I'm like I don't think that it is like necessarily textual in the seventh book, but it definitely is not not. I don't know. I feel like there's some implication there. Yeah, I mean she's like his toady the whole time, right? And she's like a crazy hot lady. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I feel like it, when you're writing a story about supervillains, I feel that feels pretty. It's, it's it's you almost don't need to address it, right? Like, yeah, of course. I just don't think it's that weird. It doesn't rise to the level of a twist, that's for sure. I, I, no, I, I don't. I don't find it. Um, uh, I, I don't find it that weird. There's plenty else to find weird here, though, according to the fan base, is they 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 are reacting to these leaks in 2016, uh, like they are. <laughs> Like they are hearing about a, a like a <laughs> beloved pet dying or something. They they are they are not happy right from the get go. Here, um, you can read deeper and more original stories on most fan fiction websites. Uh, this is a weird one because I feel like the one I see most is that people say Cursed Child is bad, like fan fiction. So to, to, to kind of twist that one around, yeah, that's, say that that's, fan fiction is better than cursed child but is that still backhanded like is it is it like oh even fan fiction's better than this crap you know yeah like, i guess it's both yeah it could be both uh from the audience response i saw on twitter i highly doubt that's the case this person might be watching the play and can also spread disinformation uh-oh uh-oh this is the deathly hallows response all over again sure is this sounds like the kind of fan fiction I would read, so I guess I dig it. With the lone, the lone uh, yaysayer here. This is bullshit. Assuming the leaked plot is correct, she's changed the way time turners work, which is a huge plot hole. Huge bullshit. plot hole. Bullshit. They said they said this is a special one. It's a special. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. It doesn't you can, matter. You can just say. Here's the thing. People have started saying things are plot holes when they are just stupid. And, yeah. and if you just want to say it's stupid that there's a new kind of turn time turner that it works different, that's fair. But it's yeah, not a plot right. hole. That is the plot. The plot is that there's a new kind of time turner. Yeah, it's a new powerful version. It's like it's like the second Death Star, the third Death Star. <laughs> it's bigger. It has like eight lasers on it. 
I am hoping we are all being severely, severely trolled. But I think your guess is also likely, just like how there were tons of people who thought The Phantom Menace was absolutely amazing just because fans were so starved for new Star Wars. I, no one thought that The Phantom Menace was absolutely amazing. That did not happen. The the Phantom Menace really pulled the wool over everyone's eyes. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't. Yeah. No, that was a pretty immediate. Six-year-olds like it, liked it. They've yeah. only seen five movies before. <laughs> Some of them, this is their first movie, probably. <laughs> what was the first movie you ever saw in a theater? Uh, Lion King? Lion Maybe? King? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think... I'm trying to think. I, th- I can't remember going to see anything before... Like, this can't have been my first movie. I'm, I'm, I, but it's the first one I remember. And it's Pokemon the first movie. Hell yeah. Which which I it can't be, because I would have been like nine or whatever. I'm sure I went to the theater before that. That that is the first one I remember, is Pokemon the first movie. I hated going to the theater as a kid. I it scared me. I was It was scared. too fucking loud. It was loud, it was scary. There's lots of people there. Um and the uh the popcorn. I like popcorn, but like the movie theater that we were closest to, popcorn sucked. So I was wow. just like, not no no incentive, right? Like, what am I here for? Uh, <laughs> the mod of R slash Harry and Ginny. What? Says, <laughs> they, that's their tag on here. I gotta see if that's still active. Yeah, mod of R slash Harry and Ginny says, will someone make a Hitler reacts video for this? Was that a dated thing at the time? Must have been. That, yeah, I feel, I feel like that was already laid out by then. That was what, like 2007? Well, guess what? Someone else replies uh, with linking to a Hitler reacts to Cursed Child video from the other thread. And then they. So they're having. <laughs> I guess it is a timely, a timely meme uh, back in 2015. There's some re- there's some uh, uh, reactions from more positive Tumblr posters here. Okay. Albus and Scorpius are best friends, and this is a major plot point throughout the story. They are low key super gay. Scorpius time. Scorpius Scorp- is totally Scorp- in love with Scorp- Rose. Scorpius heads rise up. Oh, they're contradicting themselves here. They're low key super gay, but Scorpius is totally in love with Rose. Isn't there's... this what they changed? Yes, they took because Rose. Ro- oh, that's what it was. Rose is like the the. Not no gays, not gay yes, character. Yeah. yeah, they've taken her out because they've because something we haven't even gotten into yet is that like we are reading the pre-edited version of the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've edited it down into one play that you see on one night. Thank God. Rose is really smart, but also a great Quidditch player and makes the team as chaser her second year. Hermione is Minister for Magic. All caps. We have fucking Quidditch in this play. Are you joking me? Oh no! Are you joking oh, me? Oh no! Oh, I didn't think about that. I've already forgot the rules. <laughs> well, don't worry. I'm sure <laughs> they will have a lovely choreographed dance to explain. Explain. I thought that we wouldn't get Quidditch because um, Albus is bad at brooms or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Electrobolt says, oh, what the fucking fuck? I was reluctantly on board, even with the whole time travel bullshit, until we got to the Voldemort baby hogwash, and now Uh-oh. I'm, I don't even know. I'm going to seek refuge in fan fiction, probably. I, I straight up don't understand the anger 
about that. Like, there, there's a lot of anger and upset that I do at least understand, and I don't know why they're so up in arms about Voldemort having a child. It's, yeah, it's, that's how, how else do you do this story? How else do you continue it? And, and I don't know, like inventing a new villain, uh, which is very difficult to do because that last villain had eight books or seven books worth of build up, right? Like it's, I've seen like the the I'm sure I joked about it earlier, but I've seen that the people saying like, well, he wouldn't have sex because he can't love or whatever, which is obviously laughable. But like, not everyone thinks that, right? That's not like the majority criticism. I feel like that's just one of those feedback loops now, right? Like, like that just has to have been passed around in the fandom so much that it's like considered fact, even though it's just like completely just like one person's read. It's nonsense. Yeah, it's just one person's weird read on the character, but somehow it's become. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I will shit my fucking pants if I get the Draco redemption <laughs> that I've been waiting for the better part of two, de- two decades for, or even one single scene of him being legitimately emotional or having proper character character development. Oh. He's emotional. I will shit my pants. I will not rescind <laughs> all of the shit I've been flinging about time travel, but I will shit my pants. Okay, this person's gonna shit their pants a lot, I guess. <laughs> I will shit my pants if Draco got time cucked by Voldemort. <laughs> if, if Draco Malfoy expresses emotion <laughs> about how his wife did not fuck Voldemort, <laughs> I will shit my pants. I will shit my pants. The plot would be all right for a fan fiction, for a play that is supposed to be the equivalent of an eighth book. It's shitty as fuck. Um, yep, there it is. Equivalent of an eighth book right there. Yeah. They have really set him up to knock him down. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, and see, like, as funny as these are, these are the ones that I feel I do. This is what they were sold, right? It was like book eight. And it's not that at all. Like, like no question that this is this is not the thing people looking for book eight are looking for this all is caps good... cedric is the cursed child parentheses in my theory <laughs> in my theory um <laughs> there's a big wall of text here no paragraphs here i think i found a gigantic flaw in the plot so if i'm understanding this right alan scorp go back in time fuck shit up and future rose ceases to exist but that's not how time turners have ever worked in prisoner of azkaban there can only be one timeline even if someone uses a time turner, but in Cursed Child, a time turner can all of a sudden create a new timeline. In Prisoner of Azkaban, when Harry sees himself cast a Patronus, it's clear you can't actually change the past by going back in time. What you change has already happened. The change... Oh my god. Okay, so they are really, really going in on, on single versus multi-track time well, travel here. Well, there's a simple answer to this, and it's that it is a new it's a prototype new time, time, turner. time turner. Works different. It's a new new time turner that works different. Sorry to them. And also it's fiction. So they can she can she can do that. It might suck, but she can do it. This is a very intriguing comment here by Narcissa Black. Okay, I refuse to believe that the new Harry Potter product is basically Cinderella 3, a twist in time. (laughs) Can someone please reassure us the leaked info is actually just trolling? Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time, must have gone pretty hard. What's in Cinderella 3? I'm Cinderella 3, A Twist in... Ooh, A Twist in Time. Uh, 2007. Cinderella and the prince attend a picnic, which the fairy godmother, Jack, and Gus have prepared to celebrate their first anniversary. Meanwhile, as the Tremaine, at the Tremaine Mansion, Cinderella's stepsisters are bitterly doing Cinderella's old chores. Anastasia wanders off and stumbles upon the picnic. The fairy godmother inadvertently drops her wand and Anastasia takes it to 
Where's the time travel? Show me the fucking time travel. Uses the wand to time travel to the day the Grand Duke fitted the glass slipper on Cinderella. She uses the wand to expand the slipper so that it fits Anastasia. Oh, okay. Holy fuck, this has a long plot synopsis. What the hell? <laughs> wow, someone really liked this movie. They really went into... Okay, I, I will accept... I'm going to accept that Reddit user's... Uh, yeah, it's long, like Chris Child. It's a two. It's a two part. You play. have to watch the movie in two parts. There's a clear <laughs> mission. It's like Lawrence of Arabia. Mm-hmm. God, yeah. The, the, the comments here. Part one, act one, and thoughts. Oh, so here we go. This is this is the part that we we just finished. Oh, great. The special effects are very good. The music is so good, and you can tell that Imogen Heap has written it. Play Ginny looks a lot like <laughs> movie Ginny. In general, the actors are very good. I will be back later with more thoughts. Do people like Imogen Heap? <laughs> like, I know someone does, right? Yeah. Like... I don't know if she's really done much recently, other than tweet about NFTs and get really mad when people yell at her about oh, it. Oh, she made NFTs. She makes she, NFTs. She, post- she went to the damn metaverse. <laughs> she's got all those videos of her in VR, yeah. Are we 100% sure they didn't round up all these people in the theater hall and begin the play by saying, okay, look, we asked for people to keep the secrets, but they're nasty. So they'll be on the look, they'll be looking for spoilers the second the play ends. But here's what you'll tell them. Please, please do this. Otherwise, it's not going to work. There is time traveling Cinderella 3 <gasps> style. So is, they, is there a very big Venn diagram slice of Harry Potter fans and Cinderella 3, a twist in time fan? <laughs> Their target is saving Cedric, who doesn't matter at all. Okay, hang on a second. That's okay. That's the plot. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> the the fact that Amos resents the idea that Cedric didn't matter is like the driving force behind his character here. Yeah, well, he didn't matter. Amos is wrong. Amos is wrong. Your son didn't matter. Semper Fi or whatever. <laughs> Not to kill Tom Riddle before he turns into Voldemort, not to save Harry's parents, not to save Dumbledore, not to shoot Voldemort in the head with an assault rifle. No, to save Cedric goddamn Diggory. Yeah, fuck that kid. Wait, Ron and Hermione are broken up, it says here. That doesn't happen, does it? I think in one of the timelines it does. Because uh, it's like, it's all, it's all butterfly effect. It's all what if, yeah. Uh, Harry's character development from the original series has gone to shit, so now he hates his son. Okay, a person changes a lot between the ages of 17 and 40 years old. (laughs) This drives me nuts to read. Yeah. He duels Draco in the kitchen because why not make it sound like a Seth Rogen comedy? I can't wait for that. Uh, The final ingredient to our hilarious joke. People believe that Draco's son is actually Voldemort's son because Draco (laughs) went back in time, but for no reason but to collect Voldemort's sperm. I don't think. Hold on. I don't think that's the. I don't think that's what they mean. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. People believe that Draco's son is actually Voldemort's son because Draco went back in time for no reason, no other purpose, but to collect Voldemort's sperm by who knows what means. And Harry, being a victim of gossip and rumor, ought to know it's BS by now. It's the biggest dupe of all. Okay. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we have super overlooked a possibility here in joking about Voldemort time cucking Draco Malfoy. <laughs> did 
Did Draco I, Malfoy? Yeah, I really did not consider this possibility, which is my bad, I guess. Did Draco Malfoy travel back in time to give Voldemort a handy <laughs> and like collect his his gunk in a tube or something? <laughs> I I think it's possible. We can, I guess we can't rule it out. I guess I guess Draco Draco needs Harry to put out two bulletins. Yeah, so I know that this like didn't happen, um, but it's like a story. I was like, no, I'll go um, <laughs> and, and make us a, a suitable heir. And goes like, no, 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 I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Draco, like forty-year-old Draco Malfoy with a ponytail, just like showing up at Voldemort's door, like, hey, hey. <laughs> I need an heir. I need an heir. <laughs> you've got to. <laughs> you've got to let me jack you off right now, <laughs> sir. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this is a great. This is a great fandom. Everyone's so mm-hmm. smart in here. <laughs> I'm. I can't wait. I hope that that's what happened. I hope that that's the conspiracy theory that we get in the play. Yeah, yeah. There's multiple people mentioning Cinderella. I mean, I guess. Really? Yeah. I, there must be something very specific, right? Yeah. I mean, I have not seen Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time. But I got, like, there's got to be, like, a really weirdly specific similarity. I guess, like, the Disney-Harry Potter overlap is probably pretty big, right? Oh, I mean, it must be. But, I, I mean, that must have been just, like, a direct to... I must have direct to VHS, but it was probably direct to DVD by then. Yeah, 2007, I think it came out. So, wow. Yeah, I I can't decide if this is all just a massive trolling on us. We were trolled before with rolling, supposedly, but not really regretting the ending. Now we get this. Thing is... That is not on the same tier. No, not not anywhere close. Thing is, this whole time travel thing contradicts the books, Pottermore, just about everything. Everything is ruined and destroyed. Not, not Pottermore. Fuck, not Pottermore. I'm sure part two will explain things, but it seems so ridiculous and dumb. Time is a closed loop. You can't change the past. You can't go back further than five hours. The last person who did that died. Died. So does Albus and Scorpius die? Is that it? And Harry hating on Albus for no reason? Oh, okay. Hating on him. <laughs> this is happening. This is happening literally in real time because they because of course it was the the play preview right and it's people uh-huh. leaking stuff from the preview, which was would be over two nights, I believe. Oh, so yeah. So there's these people are all fucking stewing after only hearing about the first two halves of the play, the first night of the play. <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't even, what torture this must have been for them. Incredible. Yeah. I I am I am amazed that there are so many comments here uh acu- like trying so desperately to make it into a troll. Like it's like Deathly Hallows fake book got them and now this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I, I. God. What a horrible time to be a Harry Potter fan. This was like. I mean, this should have been the sign, right, to like get out while the getting's good before things get really bad, right? Uh, the desperation here. I'm glad I've read the spoilers here, so I can stay as far away from this play slash script as possible and pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. Woof. 
Oh my god, just finished part two. I don't want to give spoilers, but I'll say this. A lot of unexpected things. Scorpius's rumor why the time turner exists were quite light, nicely wrapped up and explained. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to Ugh. find out how Scorpius's rumor wraps up. We saw JK rolling in the balcony seat. I unfortunately had no way of proving it, but everyone noticed, got up and clapped. I took a very crappy picture, but it doesn't show anything. Sad face. <laughs> You can tell it's her because of the halo behind her head. <laughs> she descended from the from the rafters <laughs> like an angel. All right, I have one other thread here that I think mm -hmm. is pertinent. Um, this is this is one of the most popular cursed child threads that there has been on the subreddit since these Ooh. these mega threads. Sure. If the cursed child was rewritten as a proper novel with intricate descriptions of everything, would you like to read it? The question of the hour. Yeah. Unlike most Harry Potter fans, I actually did not hate The Cursed Child. Yes, I think it's not as good as the other stories, but overall, I accept it as part of the universe, and I think that it wasn't as bad as some people make it out to be. Either way, though, my honest opinion is that I might like it a lot better if it actually got written as a proper novel in the way the other books were written. Yes, I know it was specifically written as a play. However, in doing that, I feel like some of it was too dumbed down or made to seem too child-friendly, in my it's opinion. It's not dumbed down. No, that's it, not what it means. <laughs> Plays aren't dumb. Like that's, It's yeah. the theater. It's a theater. Uh, even though I already bought the play slash script slash book thing, without them changing the main story at all, I would definitely buy the book if they rewrote it. What do you guys think? No. Nothing can fix its its train wreck main <laughs> plot. The latest revelations by J.K.R. on Twitter augmented my dislike for this story. She basically said that Jack Thorne wrote the whole thing and that he projected his personal daddy issues into Harry's character. Whoa. Did she say Whoa. that? I don't think J.K. Rowling said that. <laughs> that would be a very funny series of tweets, and I think I would have seen them by now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think she said that. In other words, Cursed Child is nothing but a mediocre fan fiction with a SI and then in brackets self-insert main character and OOC out of character developments. So this person's speaking the lingo. Yeah. What tweets are you referring to? There is no reply to this reply. I want that tweet. Show me the tweet where she said that. Insane. That did not happen. That's just a lie. Like what? So I'm trying to figure it out because apparently she shared an article on her Twitter. Yeah. And, and like, this is from the subreddit. It's like JK Rowling shares an article on her Twitter that officially confirms that Jack Thorne wrote Cursed Child and how she was involved. I did not see this when I was looking it up and it links to the new Statesman. Okay. I'm scrolling it. Uh, da, 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 da. If, uh, there's some intro stuff. Tiffany and Thorne trooped off to see Rowling and find what new material they could develop for Thorne to script. They came up with the idea of a sequel tracking the adventure of Harry's son, Albus, and his best friend, Scorpius Malfoy. Thorne had long been a Potter addict, and his anxiety about treading on such hallowed ground mm. was assuaged by Ro Rowling's involvement. Um, blah, blah, blah. Could have been fired at any time. Blah, blah, blah. Um... Providing interest in fantasy, gee whiz, magical theatrics. Uh, there's a line in the play. People say parenting is the hardest job in the world. They're, they're wrong. Growing up is. Ha ha. 
Um, did his own anxieties about fatherhood filter into the writing? He clutches his head in mock horror. Oh yeah, all the stuff I wrote about wrote around that time was like, "Arg, I'm going to be a dad. I don't think I'm going to be a good dad." All that. So, I think that because this post is basically saying that comment is people are saying that her oh tweeting out God. that article oh is confirming that he wrote it, which I agree with, yeah. but then also pulling that daddy issues thing out of this paragraph. Completely of him, normal. Of him saying that he's anxious to be a dad. Fuck off. Completely normal writer stuff. Like, oh, yes, this, I'm nervous I can't, about being a dad. I can't believe, I can't yep. believe this writer put like their life into their work. Terrible. Come on. <laughs> Oh God! There, I don't think there is a single yes in this thread. I'm just scrolling through this thread. The OP came back and said, "Sorry, I did not expect this to get so controversial. I know a lot of people Oopsie. didn't like it, but I didn't know all the reasons why. Thanks to a lot of you for pointing out stuff in the source material and info regarding the writers not necessarily sticking to the canon and adding daddy issues and whatnot." <laughs> daddy issues to harry potter yeah harry never had How could any they? of those <laughs> no there's no, no no daddy issues in sight however my personal opinion is that i will still consider this canon as jk rowling does i know there's some con there's issues and plot holes yes the word experimental was used to cover up any issues with the time turners but i'd still like to perceive it the way i did the first time i read it with no outside voices telling me anything other than with me simply being a kid again and reading the story for what it was edit my question about whether this might be better as a novel is for two reasons oh my god you don't have to you don't have to defend yourself to these people it's fine okay. it's fine just it's reddit let, let them let them stew let them let them go <laughs> you don't need their approval that's for damn yeah. sure. No. A novelization would have been fine. I I I think honestly a novelization would have been the move. Yeah. I don't think that J.K. Rowling would ever let someone else write a Harry Potter novel. No. Not in a million no, years. No, no, no. I I think I think I I don't know if she's trying to like get like the like, 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 she herself is not trying to go for the EGOT, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like, cause you know, the Harry Potter movies, they won, uh, 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 like special effects Oscars and stuff. I, if I remember right, the, sure. the, um, the, the play won a Tony. She obviously won a shitload. Of, like, I, like, I, I could see her wanting to touch all of the spaces, right? But for whatever yeah. reason, plays was the one where she was like, well, I should get an expert to do this um, rather than screenplays, which she felt comfortable to do around the same time, um, which I think does sort of maybe speak to like how seriously she took this project. I, I don't know, like she, she she was adamant that she was like super involved in the films, right? Like she had a co-writer. Uh -huh. You know, Steve Clovis was there, but like she, she was, uh, she, she was always, always heavily involved in the films. Um, she wrote the screenplay for Fantastic Beasts entirely herself, uh, <laughs> to great, to great effect, as we all know. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. but this, it really sounds, every time we hear something about this play, it seems like she has less and less, had less and less to do with it. And, I, I almost feel like the, the this thing's massive fucking success was almost like a happy accident. Like, 
this would have been the easiest place for a Harry Potter thing to fail. And I think that that's why she was more comfortable putting someone else in charge. Right. Yeah, I could see it. And honestly, just with how they wanted to clearly make a lot of money printing books, I wouldn't be that surprised to hear that they did plan a novelization and she just put her foot down and said no. Yeah. And so they were like, can we release the script at least? Yeah, I yeah, I, I would love to know what the process because it was um, it was Scholastic and Bloomsbury again. So they probably really wanted the book thing. Right. Like, so I, I, I imagine it was them that really pushed for for that release. I have to imagine all of them knew that scripts were not the same thing as novels, right? Like they're not stupid. They're not, they're not, they, 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 yeah, they publish I, books for a living, right? Like they, I, I just don't think they cared. I don't yeah. think they cared if people liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I, Cause they had the minute release. They knew they were going to sell a bunch of, it's the eighth Harry Potter story. And who cares? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I do. I'm like, I keep going back and forth on whether I think a novelization would have made it more well-received or not. Yeah. So so part of me just thinks it wouldn't, honestly. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been more palatable, but I think people would have been mad for the same reasons. I think I think that's probably right. I think that I think that like it might have softened the blow a little bit. Um, it it might have like made things a little, uh, like especially if J.K. Rowling had written it right. I think that maybe there would have been some like some scenes and passages and stuff that people would have not been like not had their guard up for in the same way that they do with this play right like Mm -hmm. the way i think that people might have been a bit more charitable to like harry uh and his treatment of his son and and that kind of thing um Mm -hmm. but i think the time travel thing and the (laughs) the the trolley witch and that kind of thing i think those (laughs) are just like a bridge too far for a lot of people um uh, Maybe casual Harry Potter fans would have been okay with it. Like yes. people who don't post. Yeah. 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 People, people who aren't like inured and in, immersed in the, in the fandom itself. Right. Like people who just like, mm-hmm. like Harry Potter and will buy and read the new Harry Potter thing. Yeah. 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 It, it might, it might've been better, but I can see why they didn't. Cause it was probably like a lot of extra work for probably not that much extra benefit. Right. Yeah, but they released all those uh, junior fiction novelizations of the Star Wars movies. <laughs> they sure did, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Well, um, I think I think that that about wraps it up for our first act here. We're still in the theater where we're, it's it's. Uh, you know, we're, we're it, it's intermission time. We can go get some snacks. We can go stretch our legs. But this has been a very long first act, and I think I think it might be time to wrap things up. What do you say? Sounds good to me. All right. As always, our theme song is "Hot McGonagall" by Chester Moon. Huge thanks to them as always for letting us use that as our theme song. You can find them on Bandcamp, and you can find us at Patreon.com/slash/Shriekcast. Uh, we have not really figured out what we're doing with like common room and stuff, but there's tons and tons of old bonus content there for you. We've got video games that we're playing uh, and posting uh, some videos stuff and stuff from uh, lots and lots there for you. If you support us. And of course we appreciate it. And Liz, I get to ask you this again, finally for after mm. a very long time. Oh, what are we reading next episode? Oh, we are reading. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, um, Act Two of Part One. Act Two, Part One. 
That's right. Yep. Part part one, act two. Yeah, that's yeah. Act one, part yeah. Yes. Yep. Part one. I've already forgotten it. Sorry. What is it? Uh, part one, act two. Part one, act two. Everybody. All right. Uh, we will see you then. But in the meantime, please read another book. Please read another play. Please, please attend another play. There's a lady in there, makes ocean rolls seem tame. But I know what you're after if you catch her eye. Because this hot mama is just a cat in disguise.